Hello, welcome to our video review of the gallery episode two, Heart of the Ember Stone. This is uh, a game that was released back in October 2017, um, 18th of October 2017. Uh, this is £22.99 or $30 and was made by Cloudhead Games. Um, we, we, if you may have already seen, we just, just did a video review of uh, the first game. So this is this is basically the follow-up of this. It's a puzzle, adventure, story-driven game. <clears throat> um, so Wes, why don't you start talking about this one? Well, so let's, let's start with the graphics, because I know you mentioned to me previously about this. Uh, this is a very good-looking game, in your opinion. Yeah, in my opinion, this to this day, is one of the most graphically stunning games I've ever played. Uh, extremely highly detailed textures, uh, uh, great contrast and uh, lighting. Everything about this game is absolutely beautiful, and, and there's more than a few points in the game that I was wowed, jaw-dropped. It was so, so stunning. So, yeah, absolutely beautiful graphically. Yeah, I mean, I, one thing I will say is that... Um... I actually had problems with the performance on this. Uh, I, I, it defaulted at high, and I had some really bad reprojection, so I had to take the world detail down to, to medium. So it didn't look quite as good as, as what it looked at when it first came, it went into the game, but it still looked nice. I mean, it's certainly... It's, it's made by an indie developer, but it's certainly... They've got some some chops because they've made... You know, the, the graphics are really nice, the detail of the world and the world itself as well just the feel of the world it does feel like a real place um where something's happened and everyone's kind of disappeared and and, and no longer exists i know uh roots you played this recently because mm -hmm. of how did you feel going into this because obviously you you start off kind of like in a big almost like an arena isn't it where where it looks like there might have been some sort of fights or maybe some sort of like a coliseum type of environment and uh, what did you think to the to the graphics and the environments in this game oh well i was just literally finished the first one and then jumped into the second one like an hour later and was kind of expecting a lot of the same as the first one which was good um but uh like i was just saying um earlier i i literally by playing the first one it showcased to me how amazing the second one was graphically it, it like the lighting just everything about it i agree with wes um you know, I, I don't know about the best ever, but it, it or um, it is definitely close up there for sure. Uh, it really wowed me. Actually, uh, was not expecting it to be as as beautiful as it was, and um, I was able to um, walk around. I didn't have to teleport, and that made Roots very happy. Um, so yeah, let's talk about some gameplay then. Obviously, this is uh, the sequel to the first one. The first one was teleport only, which we, we we both we all quit i think criticize a little bit because obviously <clears throat> when you're used to vr you don't want to be teleporting around you want to be able to just smooth locomote everywhere and luckily they did fix that with this and so now you can just walk around anywhere freely uh, and that definitely makes a difference um i'm going to say some negative things about this game because i had i had very mixed thoughts on this basically the main issues i had were <clears throat> One, loading times. I don't know if you guys noticed this. 
very long loading times, lots of loading screens. You you go from these areas to areas, and you I don't know should we spoil the way you get to these areas? I don't know whether you want to say yeah, that. I but, think it, I think it's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, you basically you, you have to. There's a big giant that comes and picks you up and carries you to each area. Um, that's another thing. I was disappointed with that because I'd heard about this before, and when they revealed the giant to you, I was expecting to be wowed and feel like, you know, oh my God, this is a massive thing there. And the problem is that the giant comes up to you and then it starts to put its hand there, and then guess what happens? Cuts in. Loading screen, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you never really get to go into the hand of the giant and get picked up and carried anywhere. And, and it was just loading screens. And sometimes I'd go... I'd have to because there's a lot of backtracking, and you have to go back to somewhere, and then to what I'd go back to the 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 giant, and then the giant would take me to the location I want to go to, and then I'd have to walk through a door, and then another loading screen. So sometimes I'd feel like I'd see three loading screens within the space of five minutes, and it just that was my main frustration with this game. I felt like they padded, they tried to pad the game out, like you go literally to one environment, you do one thing, you turn a switch on, and then you have to go back across you you're not even barely doing anything and i just found that kind of took me out of the game way too much um and that's my main criticism did you guys feel this at all or am i being nitpicking do you think i i yeah. felt it um I, I i would imagine if i had a better like a um the hard a good hard drive or a better hard drive it would not be as bad but um i i we need seamless transitions. We need to f walk from one room into the next and have it feel like you've just walked from one room to the next. There's nothing more jarring than a big fucking loading screen and a spinning circle or something or whatever to make you feel like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in VR. I almost forgot for a few minutes there. Yeah, but I think VR, we notice it more than ever because you, you literally you can't, you can't check your phone or be distracted by anything else. You are literally just looking at a loading screen and waiting, so you feel the minutes more. Um, Wes, did you did you find this yourself or no? Yes, no. No, no, no. I didn't. I don't remember anything like this. Now that said, uh, at the time I was running all of my games off of a a Samsung 960 Evo NVMe SSD that's that's in a M.2 slot straight onto my 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 uh, motherboard. So I pretty much have the 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 fastest ssd uh, you know consumer level ssd that you can buy uh and no i don't remember anything like that I, as far as the giant goes um no i mean there isn't an animation for when he picks you up but he sticks his hand out to get you and then all of a sudden he's carrying you and 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 walking across the the surface of the planet uh and you're there in his hand looking up at him and I was wowed at the sense of scale from this rock giant. So uh, my experience, as I remember, it was pretty much opposite of yours in, in that aspect of it. Okay, interesting. I, I need to get a new SSD, I think. <laughs> I think you just convinced me, Wes. Uh, yeah. if, if your motherboard will support it, it's a nine, Samsung 960 Evo. It's not a, a wired SATA SSD like most of them are. It's a little thing. It looks like a RAM stick that you just uh, plug into a slot right on the motherboard. Hmm. Nice. Okay. That's so te tech news uh, yeah. on the motherboard. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, 
Wes, tell me some good things then. You 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 really like this game. What 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 impressed you the most other than the graphics? Uh, I really like uh, the story. I don't want to get into it too much. Uh, I feel like it had political overtones that that are relevant in today's world. Uh, I like the sense of scale of this world. It's not all taking part in one little area or one little corner. I like the fact that uh, to solve the puzzles in, in, in this game, you sometimes have to travel to the other side of the world and grab an item and, and, or find an item and bring it back. I like the fact that there's a lot to read. Uh, there, there's little bits of the story hidden all over the world, and, and it makes it easier to, to solve what has happened here because it's very much post-apocalyptic. You're in another world in another dimension, but it's a post-apocalyptic world. The people that once lived here uh, have all been wiped out, and you're trying to piece together what happened, and uh, there's loads of clues. It's like a big mystery on top of being a, a fairly intricate puzzle game that's, that's visually and audio-wise very stunning. Uh, I just think it has a lot of depth. The world has depth. The gameplay has depth. Uh, it's very big. And uh, I was impressed with just about every aspect of this game. I really liked it a lot. Yeah, you mentioned about reading, and there's an interest in the way with the books these, because they're like futuristic books which you pick up, mm. and then you kind of like get a, like a hologram of the pages, and then to, to change the pages, you kind of just flick. It's a, it's one of those things that only works in in virtual reality with the motion controls. It felt very intuitive and natural, just to flick a page and just kind of just flick your hand around, rotate your hand around, and then the page would kind of just come out. Um, you have, you, oh yeah, you, that's right. Yeah, you have to pull the thing out, don't you? So you, you pull, you've got like a right. plaque, and then you pull the crystal out, and when you pull the crystal out, it explodes out into like a little book. Very cool way they did that. Um, yeah, and like you say, the, the, the way they tell the story is like flashbacks. So you see, um, like you can see on the screen right now, like a holograms almost of something that happened in the past, and. We're not going. To, we're going to go into the story a bit later on, but uh, yeah, the, this, there's some interesting elements to this story, and it's definitely got a lot of depth, and there's definitely different ways you can look at it. Um, but that, obviously, other than the story and the graphics, one of the other things that this game has going for it is is the the puzzles. Obviously, you, whereas you mentioned the interest intricacy of the puzzles, uh, Roos, did you? I know you're a Mr. Fatigued Puzzle Man. Did you? How did you find these puzzles? Because they're, they're, they're very handsy. They're very. You have got to use your hands with these, and it's all about fine fine movement of the con motion controls. Well, like I said earlier, I had just gone from the episode one into episode two, and and so I was kind of used to the puzzles in one, and they were okay. Um, but the puzzles in this, uh, as I was doing. Every single one, I, I thought, wow, this is really cool. Like you get there, you put your hand out and you've got that little half thing that you've got half of and your sister's got half of or whatever. And it goes up <laughs> and it it starts floating and then, or I guess, um, and then so it, you move it around. And I just, I thought the puzzles were really cool and really intuitive. This thing right here with that uh, big ball though, I, I don't know. I got to a point where I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. It, it, it got very... They're not easy. They're not as easy as the first puzzles. I will say that, um, but they are, in my opinion, ten times cooler than the first puzzles. I thought this I game. 
was mm. was hands down better than the first one in almost every single way. I think the main the main problem with the puzzles, which you're mentioning, Roots, is it doesn't really because you you do have to go like Wes mentioned backwards and forwards between locations. So you might have to go back to a previous location mm. to then bring something back to solve a puzzle in the current location. And the issue I had is that I didn't really know what what I was supposed to be doing or where I was supposed to be going. So I found I'm pretty sure the bit you're at. You you basically you need to go back somewhere to get something else to then activate something else and I mean, I, I, it sounds like Wes found that as a positive. I personally found that as a bit of a negative. The constant going backwards to forwards and backwards and along that with my load screen times, obviously that just made it, it exasperated the problem for me. I would rather have just gone down a more linear journey than it felt more like padding to me. Like they were constantly having you to go back and forwards because there's effectively only. Four, five look. I mean, what four, five different locations in this game, and then you kind of just go backwards and forwards between them, having to get different objects, and sometimes you've got to increase power and get the different powers within you. Like you've got this robotic hand, you can get extra powers, which then help you solve all the puzzles. The puzzles themselves are good. The there's the range, the range in, in in what you have to do, but one of the main things is just the doors. Getting through a door. There'll be like a mini puzzle, basically. Like, do you know those um, the things where you've got like a, <clears throat> uh, I don't know what they're called. You might know where, where where you've got a rod, and if you touch the metal side, it buzzes, and you've got to take it back. Mm. Uh, I can't remember what they're called, and you've got to kind of like take the rod through without touching the sides. The puzzles are kind of like that, where you've got these, <clears throat> you have to reach into these things and and kind of drag them through a little maze almost and you're not allowed to touch the sides or this moving objects that you've got to avoid um and that's how you open doors and you know that's pretty cool and then there's there's some sound ones like like simon says sort of sound puzzles that you have to do uh yeah the, the puzzles are definitely different from the first one the first one felt more grounded within the real world because obviously you are in the real world and then they definitely played with this one with you being in an alien world and having the alien technology and you having to use that to, to progress through the the level the world and the levels um yeah Wes, what did you think uh puzzle wise did you enjoy the puzzles with that did you get any i find any frustration with the puzzles side of things uh yeah i was frustrated a few times but it, it was all very fair i didn't uh, aside from one time in the game i, I didn't I didn't feel like anything was being done that was unfair. They were they were difficult. They were head and shoulders above the the first episode in terms of difficulty. Uh, you really had to find the clues to figure this this stuff out. Like I was saying before, you have to go back to certain areas to unlock things to access new parts of, of the puzzle. Uh, the clues are there, but you have to be really perceptive to pick up on it. Uh, and I would call this a moderate to difficult level puzzle game. It, definitely not easy, definitely frustrating in, in more than one instance, uh, but I didn't feel that it was particularly unfair. Yeah, I think it was probably more my frustration, just not knowing how to fix, do the puzzles, but more I didn't really know where to go. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. 
it was just sometimes like with the problem that Roots was having where he's at now I think where he, at, he where he's at he's probably just walking around not knowing what to do yeah. rather than rather than being stuck on a puzzle it's more I don't know what the fuck I'm doing basically and I think that's I had that happen a few times where I was walking around trying to prod and press everything just to try and figure out what I was supposed to be doing and the reality is what I needed to go back somewhere else to do something else somewhere else and I didn't feel like the game maybe could have told you more what you needed to do maybe to stop that frustration but uh, yeah but yeah let's let's, um, let's let's just give an overall summary of this game and then we're going to go a bit of a spoiler talk at the end as well so we'll start with Wes I'm, I think I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this one but would you recommend this game uh, 100% if you if you are into puzzlers if you're not very good at solving puzzles you're not going to be very good at this game I still would recommend it on a sale even if you're not good at puzzles just as a, uh, a visual showpiece if you want to show somebody uh, how good something can look in VR this is a good a good one to put them in but uh, you're going to find a lot of frustrations in this game if you're not very good uh, with puzzlers. But yes, 100%, uh, even if you're paying the, the full price for it, uh, I think it's worth it. That said, uh, I fully recommend that you wait, get the bundle, get it bundled with the first episode, get them both together. You can generally get them on sale for $20 or $25 together, and uh, that's what I would recommend that you do. Yeah, that's definitely good advice because you need to play the first one before you play the second one. You can't just play the the first game, uh, the second game on its own, I wouldn't say, because the story is an integral part of the experience. Uh, and if you just go into this without playing the first one, it's, you're missing, it's like, it's like watching a film, you know, watching the, the sequel to a film and not watching the first one and not knowing what the hell's going on. So, um, yeah, I'm not quite as hyped on it. I personally found myself getting frustrated a little too, a little bit too often. The load screens bugged me. The backtracking bugged me. Uh, just, just the general frustration of not knowing where to go bugged me. So, um, Roos, what, what are your final thoughts on this? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, don't, I definitely wouldn't pay full price for it. Um, I wouldn't recommend anybody else to. I mean, again, I go back to, uh, you know, what could you get for thirty dollars? I mean, Trover comes out on the fourth for thirty dollars um you know there's a lot of new games that you can get for for uh, that amount it's it's just uh it's too much for me but that being said it's definitely i would recommend playing it um i think my problems are twofold i i really enjoyed and thought that was cool as i was checking out the things that i picked up and then i would read a little bit and then i would throw it down and i just need to pay attention to what's going on and look at the clues <laughs> And now that I know that I need to go back to places, that is like a light bulb in the fucking mind. Oh my god, you know, because I I, I was I spent like twenty minutes in that one room trying to rotate everything and moving the statue up and down and and taking the hieroglyphics and twisting them and just everything I could think to do and and it was yeah, not working. I, I I did the exact same as you. I know exactly where you are, and I did exactly the same thing. I was picking up every little thing and trying to, because uh, for some reason when I'm in it, I, I'm used to just going into a room and then there being a puzzle that you need to solve in that room and everything's there that you need. Um, and this game doesn't do that. You do have to backtrack and back. And it doesn't really tell you that. There's no real indication. 
Well, I think when you go back to the giant area where the uh, where you can teleport, yeah, the map, I think then it might give you sometimes give you an indication where you need to go. But until you actually go back there, you're basically just walking around not knowing where to go, and that's my main frustration with this game. But yeah, I, I would recommend it definitely as part of the bundle with the second one. Uh, I personally am going to go against Wes and say that I prefer the first one mainly because of the frustrations I had with not knowing where to go. I hate that. I hate that. I, I don't mind being stuck in a puzzle because I don't, I'm don't. i trying to figure out how to do a puzzle. I hate not knowing just where to go, you know, just, just aimlessly walking around, not having even the slightest clue of what I'm supposed to be doing or where I'm going. That's the main thing that I hate in puzzle games, and that's that. this game did it to me on a, on a few occasions, and... That, that puts me off, really. I just feel like it's a little bit of poor, in my opinion, a little bit of poor game design. If, if they're going to have it where you have to backtrack, at least make sure you know that you've got to backtrack rather than just having you stuck in a room not knowing where to go. But that's 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 my that's my final thoughts on that. So <clears throat> as, as with the last episode, we're going to go into spoilers, maybe five, ten minutes max. Uh, so if, you've all, if you haven't played this game, then we recommend pausing it, muting it, leaving the, the video now. If you have and you don't mind listening to the spoilers, obviously stick around and we will talk about them. Okay, you have been warned. We are going to go to spoilers. So, Wes, story. Talk to me about the story. Obviously, you've got the... <clears throat> you've, you, you, you're going after... We've already talked about the first one. You're going after your, your sister and you end up in this completely different world. And basically, you see these flashbacks between this. I presume she's a queen with is it her son, and yeah. What 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 was your interpretation of what was happening in this in this game? Well, again, it's it's been a while uh, since I've played this game, and it's a very complex, uh, layered story. But as I remember it, uh, you you've been drawn into this other dimension uh, by this guy. He's a very creepy looking guy. Uh, who has uh, very interested in the power that you have in the stone that's built into your hand. Uh, I think that uh, they call it a grasp or the or they that they use it to make a device called the grasp. Uh, but basically he's telling you that he needs you to uh, retrieve some things and, and help him uh, if you ever want to see your sister again. So as you, uh, examine this world that you've come into. You, you start to learn the story uh, between him, his mother, who was the queen of this world, and his sister, who apparently was the favorite, the heir apparent to the throne. And he, it's a it's a political struggle between siblings uh, that went bad, as you can tell, because basically the population of this planet has been wiped out. Um, but uh, he very much represents someone who is filled with jealousy and, uh, and, and, and bent on revenge for what he views as his, uh, his bad childhood and uh, not being treated fairly. And basically, uh, you feel like you're being held. Uh, you have to help him in order if you ever want to see your sister again. So all of the instruction that you're taking through this game, you're taking from this guy who's very, uh, very has a very evil seeming personality. He seems like he's up to no good, 
uh, but you have no choice but to help him. But at the same time, you're trying to pick up pieces of the story so that if you ever do have the opportunity to, to turn on him and do something, uh, uh, do the right thing, you'll know it when you see it. Yeah, this 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 because uh, there's there's, a, there's uh, this big giant creatures as well, and this that giant's also a key part of this story um, because obviously the the, <clears throat> the this literature and things about the giant and how they're having to keep it uh, with a muzzle on there because otherwise it could potentially cause problems with with what they're trying to do and the queen. Um, seems like there's a point where she puts the the brother in a, a like a gladiator match against this guy who was basically going to kill him and and obviously she it gets to a point where yeah she she basically the mother seems like she's a nasty piece of work to be honest with you and the the, the daughter is the heir to the throne and obviously he wants to be there to, to the heir to the throne and yeah it's a, it's a very complex story um I know, Rooks, you haven't played it all the way through yet, so you probably can't really say much on, on the story side of things. Let's let's talk about um, some of the puzzles. Obviously, <clears throat> I think some of the... You, you've mentioned this before, Wes, actually. You like what light puzzles. So I, one of the, my favourites in this was, was the way you... Uh, this, you do this in form as well, where you have these beams of light and then you put your hand in the beam and it makes a sound. And you have to do these Simon says uh, like copy and I love that I love that it even it, it feels like you are actually creating music almost. Um, and what did you think? Have you got any particular standout moments for the puzzles? Or I mean, there's a lot of similarity with the puzzles. I think a lot of them are very samey. Uh, these kind of hand where you just intricately moving objects through environments. But uh, there were some some cool segments in this game. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I thought he was asking me, but no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that that, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that specific part that he was talking about with the uh, lights that emanate up through the crystals, and, and what, and you're you're putting your hands in it to to make noise, and uh, and, and this is a very intricate puzzle because that is a puzzle in itself, but it's part of a larger puzzle that's happening in the room first you have to find those three crystals which are spread all over this world and, and you you find out where they're at by um, by reading the literature and the clues after you get that uh, put together and you play the music it act, activates the source of energy uh, which feeds the uh, the puzzle that Ruth was talking about earlier with the the big thing on the floor that you're turning. Uh, so it's all tied in together. And that was really uh, the, the type of thing that I really enjoyed about this game is that the puzzles even work together to create a larger puzzle. Mm. Bruce, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say those door puzzles. Um, I thought what was cool about them is like it started out basic and it seemed like there was a new type of mechanic added each time like it would be a little bit different and you got extra things coming in and you're going around different things and um it just it didn't seem like the same monotonous okay i got to do another move through the puzzle each one of them thought me oh this is really cool um i think they did the puzzles very well and now that i know that you know there's pieces missing i, I think it could actually would be something that 
yeah, I was so frustrated in that one room. I thought, ah, screw this, but now I want to go back and check it out again. Uh, if anything, just to to experience that that sound. I didn't get to that sound puzzle, and I do like um, those type of things for sure. Yeah, it's definitely worth keep playing through. It's definitely uh, the the puzzles progress in difficulty, and it's got these guys know how to make a good puzzle game. Uh, they are unlike most, you know, sometimes you do get puzzle games where they all feel the same, whereas they do mix things up quite well. Um, and there's some, 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 uh, I like, I like the way that you open the crypt, like uh, the crypt area at the back and you end up going yeah. through the crypt and you have to go. Yeah. That, that is like a different, different atmosphere. There's definitely, like I said earlier, there isn't really many environments, but the, the environments that they've done are very well done, and they all feel different. And I think that's what one thing that they've done quite a good job with. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, the crypt because you have all of these hundreds and hundreds of, of generations of of the rulers. All of the royalty in the history of this planet are, are buried down in these crypts, and and some of them are in better shape than others. But in quite a lot of them, they have these information crystals that you can uh, you can go and pick up and get some basic information about who this person was, what kind of a king or queen they were, and and going through those crypts and pulling those stones, you can really get a lot of information about the the history of this civilization, and uh, it was something that I really enjoyed about this game is how detailed this world and this story was. Yeah, it's one of those things that you can <clears throat> talk about for a while, but uh, we've been running for a bit of like 30 minutes now, so we'll, we'll wrap this up. Um, yeah, as we mentioned in the previous video, uh, we are trying to start a bit of a community, so we'll check the description for the Discord link, uh, join the community, and we're going to start to try and obviously get your community involved in what we're doing, in a, uh, hopefully in the future. Um, yeah, obviously, if you like this sort of format let us know hit the like button hit the subscribe button and um, we will be doing more in the future anyone else got anything to say before we go i just want to tell everybody that i really appreciate them uh, uh helping spread the word about our channel and, and watching all the videos you guys are the best and uh, i really appreciate it so thanks a lot for watching yeah absolutely awesome agreed okay later Bye-bye.